Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Today, I would like to talk to you about throat chakra. Could you please tell me what role does the throat chakra play in people's lives? Sure. Um, The throat chakra is the first of the three higher chakras that dwell within the human body. Um, It is also the lowest vibrationally of the higher chakras. But it does represent higher consciousness that dwells within the human body. So in the sense that, you know, green chakra was the bridge, um, you know, from the lower to the higher chakras, this, uh, the blue chakra, the throat chakra is the stepping stone into your higher aspects. Uh-huh. Uh, the blue chakra is probably one of the more personal individualistic centers that you would have in your body. You know, it could be conceived as your voice, your truth, or your personal sound frequency, sound vibration in this universe. A lot of the other chakras, and when I say more personal, perhaps that needs explaining a little bit. Mm -hmm. So in order to truly understand what I mean, we're going to have to look at the different energies within each chakra and how they're different from this particular center. When I say personal, I mean that it is the closest vibration to that of your higher self in case, you know, you are, say the the blue is open. So if the blue center, if your throat center is functioning properly, which I guess is far and in between, that particular vibration and frequency of your personal truth is the most aligned with your higher vibrations, your soul vibrations, if you will, your spirit vibrations, however you want to think about it. So if the red chakra is more of the life energy that really ties you to this planet, really makes you connected to this earthly energy, so third dimensional energies, that is almost like a well of energy that is very similar like if you actually look at all the individuals that are alive and breathing on this planet it is a very similar type of energy within everybody um basically either you have it or you don't and you know obviously there is the shadow aspect of each of the possible chakras but when your chakra when your red is really full and glowing it is kind of really similar within all humans 
and um, same with orange. Yellow could be a little bit more individualized because that is sense of your personal power mm-hmm. and your personal center and your personal sun. So there, um, it's very different human to human in terms of like how high vibrational, low vibrational that sun is. But in terms of the type of energy, uh, let's just say that the vibrations of the healthy sun, again, are quite similar across the different individuals. Hmm. Green chakra, heart chakra, um, that operates to its optimal level and represents, you know, love and connection and compassion um, towards the other as opposed to yourself and yourself, of course, um, you know, in its highest forms is also a very similar vibration in all all of the humans. Once we get to the blue center, though, a very healthy blue center would vibrate very differently within different people. So technically speaking, if you're trying to understand someone, the quickest way to do that is through looking on an energetic level and connecting with their throat chakra. Hmm. Um, it is almost like a doorway into your higher aspects and understanding why you came into this incarnation, what's important to you, what your path is, where you are in relation to personal evolution and you know your personal self-expression dwells here. Oh, the lack of thereof, by the way. So from that standpoint, this chakra is a very individual, unique song or unique sound vibration that each human has, which is equal to either the full vibration of your higher self or a particular aspect of your higher self that you chose to project in your particular body. Mm-hmm. So your blue center is your center of personal truth, personal um like a personal well of of vibration that describes who you are and what you're meant to be. Um, In some ways, it is your secondary manifestation chakra. So your first manifestation chakra is your yellow, very much so. So your manifestation power in, in, in this realm is only as good as your personal power, and thus your yellow. But the direction of that manifestation is very much in line with the blue Hmm. because the blue is what you're meant here to be. It's also quite interesting because I think um, at one point in one of these sessions, we might have spoken about manifestation and, you know, your planet is certainly becoming obsessed with this type of concept. And this is what's fascinating. I might have told you that, you know, manifestation and the key to manifestation is all lies within this not even symbiosis but almost like an agreement between the heart and the mind Mm -hmm. right so your heart center and the mind center now of course if you think about the human anatomy the part that connects the heart and the mind is your throat right Mm -hmm. is your neck right so technically that is that connecting tissue between the two and in on the chakral level, right, um, throat is very much that, you know, symbol of your truth. So basically, 
when what you're trying to manifest is in perfect alignment with what your higher self wants, they're almost two equal streams, very forceful blue streams of energy, one floating downward and one floating upward from your throat, connecting your heart and your mind. And that is the energy that actually enables you to manifest things alongside your yellow. So there are actually two most important chakras when you're trying to bring something into existence. That's the yellow and the blue. Mm -hmm. They need to be very healthy, very activated, very powerful in their own way for you to be able to bring something forth into this this realm. Mm -hmm. Got it. And uh, what would you say are the main functions? You mentioned right already that manifestation is probably one of the functions, right? Uh, What are the functions of uh, this chakra? How can you use it? So I think when you're saying functions, it sounds very almost like too low vibrational. Mm-hmm. One thing you have to understand, though, is that blue is already a higher center. Yeah. So it's actually not even correct to think about it in relationship to a function mm-hmm. because it's so much bigger than that. It's most it's it's almost like a purpose, and Oops. you you simplify a purpose to a function Uh and that is not technically correct. It's kind of taking an object that's very multidimensional and reducing it to being paper thin, Mm -hmm. which is not the right way to look at this chakra. Basically because this center is the center of your personal truth. um, This is also a center that you should pay special attention. If you are trying to get to know yourself, Um, this is a center where if you're having a block or if you're having a shadow, it is definitely worthwhile exploring because it is a key for you to unlocking who you truly are and what your path is. Um, It is your center of communication with yourself, your guides, as well as your, um, you know, external world, right? Mm -hmm. So getting... Um, and, and communication go, goes both ways. It's not just speaking. It's also receiving. So how you receive information, how you decode information is just about your throat as it is about how the signals are received in your brain. So for people whose um, blue center, communication center is blocked, they have a very hard time understanding others, understanding their truth. Um, it's very hard for them to be a good listener. And thus, it's very hard for them to be a good friend or a good parent hmm. right? or even a good child, right? Because there is that breakdown that happens. So communication is definitely here. Your personal self-expression, again, I wouldn't call that a function. I would call that your vibration. And one thing to note here is... There is a lot of confusion in general on planet Earth around every chakra above green. All of those chakras are very, they are very much under this mystic veil. Mm -hmm. It is, uh, I don't see, you know, now, now scanning this planet, I don't see a lot of deep understanding within humanity of how they operate or why they're here in the first place. There is a lot of confusion And then there is a lot of oversimplification of the higher centers. Um, 
So when I say that, to me, one of the most important parts of the Blue Center is being connected to that mission. Like, why did you come here, right? Why are you born? Why are you living this incarnation? So the keys and the answers, uh, like to this big question of why you're here, um, lay within understanding your blue, lay within understanding your personal expression. You know, this could also be called, um, you know, a, a center of creativity that is very different from the orange creativity. It's more so higher aspects of your creativity. Hmm. Um, whereas orange is your creativity that very much dwells in this third dimensional space, meaning if I take yellow color and I take a red and I mix it up, I know I always get an orange, right? So if I want an orange, I know that where I need to go. So this type of creativity dwells in the orange. The type of creativity that connects you to your purpose and mission in life very often comes from the blue and center of self-expression. Things that are uniquely yours, such as unique inventions, unique perspectives, unique philosophies, uh, unique points of view, um, are very often born in the within the creativity realm of the blue. Mm -hmm. Things that are true in you, as opposed to things that have been created from other puzzle pieces that have already been birthed by putting them together. Things that, that are true new. So the true cradle of innovation is your blue chakra. Ah, that's interesting. Yeah. Creativity. Yeah. The higher aspect. The higher aspect of creativity, you know, like almost like the mother of invention. Um, the true advancements for humanity very often come from somebody through the blue manifesting their life's purpose to push humanity forward. Um, sometimes, and, and, and that's actually a very important distinction to make, sometimes as you actually look at the blue center or start digging deep, certain philosophies or religions, or however you want to call them, connect central blue to your personal karma. While I think this is a very simplistic way of looking at your energetic structure, mm -hmm. I would like to explain a little bit of, you know, how this is and isn't true. Remember how I said that your blue center is almost like your personal song. It's almost like your personal sound frequency, right? So, you know, everything is energy, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, if we existed or you guys existed in a, in a way where one of your senses could pick up sound vibrations. So like turn an energy into a sound vibration, mm -hmm. right? Um, you all would actually sound very differently. Some sounds would be very screechy. Hmm. Um, and um, some sounds are going to be very high pitched, or low pitched or something in between, right? So each of you has like the sound frequency. So when the blue center gets connected to the karma, certain aspects of your karma or your mission um, come to you from your higher self, right? This is something that is a lesson that your soul or spirit is, you know, an experience that it wants to have, right? So from that standpoint, if you have, if you came into this incarnation with baggage, that would inevitably live 
an imprint on your personal sound vibration. So imagine that there is somewhere a version of you that is a very pure version. So imagine if you were a song, there is a, way, a version of your song somewhere that is its most perfect, pristine self that is sung by a very beautiful singer that is a professional singer and, you know, hits every note. And you, But when you have karma, it's not almost like this song is covered by sediment or some type of dirt or dust or what have you, and it doesn't really sound as pure anymore. It's kind of still the similar type of vibration, the similar rhythm, but just a little bit different. So if you think of your blue as your center of your personal song or personal vibration, then yes, it could also be connected to your karma. Because if you come into this life with a lot of baggage, so to say, or a lot of baggage that your higher self chooses for you to work through as an intention, then your song is not going to sound the same. Your vibrations, in essence, are changed. And so your self-expression is changed, mm. right? So that's why blue sometimes is also called the center of purity, right? Um, and what that means is, or rather, I think that a better way to say it is a center of purification. Because the one way for you actually to cleanse your karma is to sing a song and raise the frequency of that song and approximate it to the most purest form of that song. Th meaning through that life, express and communicate yourself in a way that allows you to cleanse that song bit by bit by bit. Hmm. You know, cell by cell by cell. Yeah. Move from a dirty, maybe not dirty, maybe not the right word, but like a more... Um, broken constrained type of song into mm -hmm. a very free self-expressed type of way so in some ways blue is also the center of karma if you think of it the way i just explained yeah. and your center of personal purity purity of thought purity of action purity of intention that is also your center of blue yeah it's very complex uh <laughs> Um, in all honesty, uh, all higher chakras are. Yeah. Um, they're very complex. They're, you know, everything below uh, blue is a lot easier to understand. And I find that, like I said, the higher aspects, the higher chakras are misunderstood on this planet. There is very little information that is true. Mm -hmm. And I don't find humanity being specifically adept at understanding how the energies flow within the blue center and above. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, so can you maybe uh, uh, help me to understand the communication and receiving portion? So communication is clear because uh, you associate your throat with your voice. Uh, but what about receiving? Or maybe what kind of organs are part of the um, throat chakra? Is it just the throat or maybe ears and mouth? is also part of this chakra. Yeah, ears are definitely a part of this chakra. The mouth is definitely the tongue and everything. The reason it is also your center of receiving communication is, um, if you imagine there's like a blue crystal in the center of your throat, um, and then there is a blue center in everybody's throats, right? So as you're communicating, 
it's almost like a radio frequency that you're transmitting and receiving. And that communication actually goes from blue to blue. Mm. So in the same way that you're transmitting from the blue center, the other person receiving is receiving from the blue center and vice versa, right? So your blue needs to be adept at both, you know, sharing your truth and receiving other people's truths without adding your own to it, Hmm. right? So keeping it untarnished, keeping it pure. So again, about the purity of that expression. So in the same way that you have free will and permission to express yourself fully, other people do too. It actually takes a very pure Vishuddha, it takes a very pure blue center to be able to receive another without judgment, you know, being closed up, projecting your own issues on them, et cetera, et cetera. Mm, bias, so yeah. yeah, biases, thank you. So exactly, ears and mouth are both a part of that and it's like a two-way highway mm-hmm. got it and uh, in many kind of cultures uh, there is an association of each chakra with some kind of gland uh, i just wanted to understand why so is there a connection between uh and i think in the throat case it's the pain uh i'm sorry uh, thyroid thyroid yeah 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 is there a connection so there definitely is so the sometimes it's more than one uh in this particular case thyroid and blue center are very connected thyroid in general is a very ma- it's a very massive regulator of the hormonal structure of your body and your internal metabolism so think of blue as your center of wholesomeness Specifically, what I mean by that is if you're blue, if your self-expression is healthy, if it stems from your highest vibration, meaning your higher self, right, then you're almost like, you know, then your aura is going to be very uh, um, spherical, meaning it's not going to have any ugly indents. Like you're really a wholesome and pure in and of yourself. If mm. you think of your hormones, which are truly connected to your emotions, and your m- metabolism system, right, which is your number one defense mechanism, um, that is very much in tune with the concept of being wholesome, of being whole, mm-hmm. right? If you're whole, then it's very hard for intruders, such as bacteria and viruses and everything else that causes disease in your body as well as negative vibrations and negative emotion by the way which is just another way um, that your wholesome wholesomeness can be broken right Mm -hmm. negative vibrations are just as damaging if not more damaging than a virus in -hmm. fact a virus would never be able to manifest itself in your body in a negative way unless there was an emotional precursor to it so your um Thyroid actually really controls the emotions, regulates the emotions, and it regulates the uh, defense of your of your body, your um, um, all the microorganisms that are going to protect it from disease. Mm-hmm. Right. So if yeah. you're operating from a position of purity and wholesomeness and being guided by a higher self and really getting on with the lessons that it projected forth for you. Mm-hmm then your thyroid is going to be your friend. Then your thyroid is going to regulate your immune system 
and your emotional, not even resistance, but like your ability to receive the ebbs and flows of emotions without breaking your integrity, you know, mm. that is kind of like the purpose of the thyroid. Mm -hmm. Now, very often you would have thyroid messed up in women. Yeah. It's because women is a gender, actually. I'm going to say this with a grain of salt because not a very easy thing to understand. Women are more open to emotions. There are more emotional creatures because water is, um, it, it, it is a symbol of how their energy flows. And water is also a symbol of emotions. Like this, sometimes they say the deep well of emotions or, um, you know, also the flow of emotions, right? Mm. So women are, you know, basically like almost more vulnerable to their emotional states. So a lot of them are going to have thyroids out of whack. Hmm. The reason I want to say that you want to take this with a grain of salt is not because men necessarily have a handle of their emotions. Um, it's just m the masculine energy is not focused on emotions. Like it's not its primal uh, way of expressing itself, right? Or uh, at least at this stage or just in general? No, in 3D that's how it's meant to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, men are more intellect, um, and, and that is why you come here to express the dichotomy of one gender or another. Mm -hmm. um, so ba basically, men are just not very open to that side of the universe, so uh, they are, their thyroids are, in general, a little bit more healthier than women's on this planet, just because they're not necessarily dealing with these issues. Hmm. Uh, so that's very interesting, because here... Uh, as I understand, there is some connection with your emotional body in this case and thyroid yes. and uh, throat chakra. Yes. Yeah, so um, emotional body is connected to the center orange um, and it is connected to um, the blair. Hmm. In two places. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That's not just, you know, either or. There is like a lower type connection and a higher uh, higher type oh, connection. Got it. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And um, how would you describe, again, if there is a way to describe the anatomy of uh, the throat chakra? Like, how would you describe it? Are there multiple particles or like parts of the chakra and how does it look? Yeah. Um, can I just say something real quick? Yeah. I think it's very, before before we go into the anatomy, I think it's very confusing. And I don't want to cause more confusion by, by giving this information than already exists. It's not, you, it's not that your blue is connected to your emotion. The blue is connected to your self-expression and it regulates emotion. Does it make sense? It's so. not the same thing as your blue specifically informs your emotional body. Does it react? The emotional body? No, the uh, throat chakra. I if it doesn't inform that it reacts. So you cannot be self-expressive without being open to emotions. Oh, because expression equals emotion. Yeah. Or a frequency, right? Yeah. Meaning you're creating a frequency by expressing who you are. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And by the way, that emotion can be calm. That emotion can be serenity. You know, it can be so many different things. Like it doesn't mean like you're, <laughs> you know, like all gregarious and like jumping up and down, like thrilled and happy. Oh. Like there, there's a, a, a range of emotions. So that's interesting because in this case, uh, what's going to be the um, cause and effect of thyroid being out of whack? Oh my God. Thyroid issues are one of the hardest things to diagnose because it could be so many different things. Huh. It generally it is some form of mismatch between your intended path and the path that you're walking, your intended self-expression and the one that has transpired. And the reason for that could be so plenty. Like take childhood trauma for instance. I mean, people are not self-expressed on this planet. I hate to tell you, you put them through the system of education, you put them through all of these conditioning, you put them through pretty rigid um, way of, you know, how they're being brought up in the world. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, there are things like expectations, things like salaries, things like nine to five, and things like you're supposed to do this because I said so. And, you know, all types of authority figures from governments to parents to teachers to spouses, like all types of things that like you have to take into account. And and, and so humanity is the opposite of self-expressed. So generally speaking, that's a big, big, big fad over generalization, which I generally don't like, is if the way you're walking on this plane is not the way that your higher self intended for you to mm-hmm. or something is not aligned and it could be misaligned actually both ways it could mean you're supposed to be very out there in the world and you're very shy or it could be that um you're actually very out there and you're supposed to be shy like either way it's a mismatch right, right. so whenever there is a mismatch to your intended path or your intended power, or your intended place in life, and where you are today, you are going to have some type of thyroid disease. Generally, very often though, it is through some form of suppression or some type of threat. Like a person feels that it is threatening to them for one way or another to be themselves. So putting on a mask is what they choose to do. The symbol of that is actually having duct tape um, like your mouth duct taped mm-hmm. on an energetic level. As I'm looking at humanity right now, a good 92% is duct taped. Meaning they're not walking the paths that they came here to walk, not even remotely. Huh. So they're not even remotely self-expressing in the way that they're meant to. And what I, meant, what I say you're meant to, means a few things. So basically, when you come into this incarnation, you have a lot of choices. You have a lot of choices around what family you're going to be born into, what special talents you're going to have, what what country you're going to be born into. You know, are you going to be born into money or or not? You know, what body you're going to have, uh, everything. Like all of these details, there's a lot of choices. And then, you know, you pick and choose certain things, right? So everybody comes with talents one way or another like your higher self would never allow you to descend into this 
3D of a realm, very low dimensional, without enabling you to being fully equipped with exact tools to help you walk your exact path. Meaning, how should I put it? So if you're supposed to be to make your life being a painter, the one talent you would you would come to is artistic talent. Mm-hmm. Now, if you came into a family of accountants and they pressured you to go in in in, in and, and do accounting in college and you, you know, you're struggling with accounting and you hate math and you're not actually very good at it at all, right? Mm-hmm. Your higher self did not equip you to be an accountant. Yeah. That's why you're not good at it. It did equip you to do something else. But if you don't know that that's your path, you're going to A, live your life miserable, B, live your life being duct tape, C, would not know what your mission is, D, you would just feel like a complete loser all the time. But does it mean that um, women have better guidance system in this case? Because they have thyroid issues and it's kind of a <laughs> signal for them that their path is messed up. But for men, they kind of duct tape, but there is no signal for them. Well, if only women were good at reading signals, the answer would be yes. But they're just as miserable at reading them as men. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but then kind of if you are on this path of self-healing and self-development, you kind of you have a thyroid issue and you can go to a healer and the healer can tell you, oh, this is why you have this issue. But a guy, yeah, but how often do you do you hear of these types of stories? No, a lot more frequent yeah. now is, well, why don't you take this pill and forget that you have thyroid issue in the first place? Yeah. That's the treatment, the tre- especially in the Western world. Or let us cut it out. So you don't have to worry about that. We're just going to take that organ out because who needs a thyroid? Nobody really knows why you need it in the first place. And you can take pills to uh, help you figure out your metabolism. Or actually, no, for metabolism, we have vaccination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great idea. Uh, or for everything else, we actually have other pills that you could take. Don't worry about that. Mm-hmm. So n- not really, again, like I don't think either gender is very well equipped at understanding their higher centers just yet. Now, the good news is we all are moving towards that. Mm -hmm. That is very much the future. And it is baby steps. You're going to have to walk before you run. (laughs) That's interesting. Yeah, it's just fascinating that kind of uh, same issue for both genders, but one has a better kind of way yeah communication from the body and another one has like don't have it well i wouldn't again i don't think that that is necessarily correct Mm -hmm. because both genders are getting communication and intuitive hits from from their guides and higher self it's not that you know one is better enabled at this than the other no yeah that makes sense yeah um Awesome. Yeah, thanks for uh, this clarification. Um, going back to the anatomy of uh, the throat chakra, how would you describe it if there is one? Oh, that is a very complex structure to describe. Does it have like many layers and well, shapes and forms inside? Yeah, it's just there's no words that would be perfect at explaining it. 
But I almost want to say that it, the closest I can describe it is in chemistry, sometimes they have this very large, like images of a very large organic molecule. Mm -hmm. Um, I think like the sugar molecule might be probably a decent example where it's like a complex molecule. It's not just one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like it's like multiple cells jammed together. And they have different shades of blue and like almost like turquoise green inter- interwoven in there. Mm-hmm. But it is like a very, very powerful, almost like the energy that you would get from a very healthy blue chakra is that of a metropolis, of a city, right? That is constrained within this kind of like atomic structure. And it feels like there's so much going on inside. It's like a bunch of very busy highways mm-hmm. and and windows. And it's almost like literally like a city life within this micro atomic structure. Yeah. So that's what it feels like. And it's almost, and I think actually... Um, I don't want to call it like, but it has the power of an atomic bomb. Yeah. That's kind of like how it feels because the true self-expression, you know, that blue center might be small, but mighty mm-hmm. because if the energy flows through it, it's like poof, explosion. Mm. It is like, it could be so powerful. It's like truly like it, it, it has this atomic bomb type of power to it. But because it is actually, so what's what's fascinating about the center, and again, another thing that makes it complicated, is the fact that it contains more than one shade, more than one color within. Um, It hasn't been the case for any of the lower chakras, if you remember. Yeah. All lower chakras are very much single shade. Whatever your shade is, like whatever your yellow is, whatever your gold is, right? gold slash yellow whatever your green is you know that's kind of like the the shade that you have with blue it's not uniform it's kind of like multiple streaks all in one and the streaks are dependent on your personal song on your personal vibration so like i said you're gonna have all types of deep blue cobalt turquoise even some streaks of purple all in here and they don't really in interweave together they're almost like each uh color takes up a particular cell Hmm. and cells are all different shapes and sizes so it's not like the disco ball where every cell is like the same in terms of shape and size yeah they're all different shapes because of what you are or the the collective experiences that your higher self had Mm -hmm. and does one need to know like this kind of structure to understand and work with it better? No, not really. And uh, how would you um, kind of visualize it? Well, a sphere of blue light? Not a sphere, because that's the thing about sugar molecule. It's not a sphere. It's almost like if a sphere had a bunch of um tubes no i don't know what the word is like highways no 
Oh, like from chemistry? Yeah, I don't know how to explain this. I'm sorry, I'm seeing it. It's it's not a very flat surface, not a smooth surface. Mm -hmm. It has indents and then it has, it's almost like hills. It has hills and it has dips. Mm -hmm. So it's like a very uneven surface. Yeah. Exactly like the the molecule, like if you literally Google this organic molecules, that's what it feels like. It's like it's not a smooth surface because it's like imagine like 20 spheres all jumbled together in a random fashion. Oh, I might see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So it's not going to have a smooth surface, mm -hmm. but there is like a very strong pull for all of them to come together. This yeah. magnetic force that joins them together. Mm -hmm. Right. All yeah. of these streaks. Mm -hmm. Right. And that magnetic force is you. You're the one that's attracting it, like your core, your essence, who you are, huh. right? Yeah. And imagine each of these spheres that came together to form this one sugar molecule to form your blue center. Every sphere is a different color. Every sphere is a different hue. One is on the purple side. The other one is turquoise. Third one is cobalt blue. Then there's navy blue. You know, and like that's how they're joined together. Now, all of these like baby spheres that got joined together is a facet of you that's meant to express itself in this life. And humans are quite complex beings. Mm -hmm. Most of you are not single dimensional, no matter how much the system of this world is going to want you to believe that. Hmm. This world, the system is pegging you into one career and it's telling you to stay there, stay put. And truthfully, you're not meant to. You're not designed to. It's actually a very limiting way of living if you just become a doctor and then stick to it for the rest of your life. Because, you know, even the most simplistic, simplistic form of this throat essence, of this blue essence, of who you truly are, is 20 aspects. That's its most simplistic form, up to 4,000 different aspects. Oh, that's interesting. So basically, you came here to experience all these aspects of, instead of uh, uh, perfecting one of them? Yes. And of course, so obviously, you also have choice, right? Yeah. There's, it's a planet of free choice. So you can choose, choose you know, which one to explore. Mm -hmm. But you're better off exploring more than one. And that's why people actually be a lot happier if they switch careers, you know, hmm. um, as opposed to sticking to one thing. That would lead to higher self-actualization hmm. in, in this life. Is because it's almost like more of one's fears would be animated. Otherwise, you know, if you're, say you're like, again, like going back to my example of saying, okay, like you're at least 20 different things. And if you're just playing in the realm of one out of this 20, 19 out of 20 parts of yourself are dormant and bored to death. Hmm. That's and when I say 20, right, it doesn't mean just occupation. It could be anything. It could be one, one part of you is a mother or a father. One part of you is a painter. Another part of you is a mathematician. Another part of you really likes baking cupcakes. Another part of you really likes, um, I don't know, dancing or singing or something. Hmm. A third part of you really loves fishing, you know, and... Um, very simplistic examples, but that kind of gives you an understanding. If you just stick to being a mother or father, yeah. that, that does not really bring the fullness of you. Hmm. And one thing that I'm definitely seeing is, is humanity is finally starting to break off the chains of being pegged into one hole or caged by, you know, one definition of who they are. 
You know, like you identify yourself with very few aspects. One is occupation, the other is gender, and the the third one is some type of familial, meaning like what is your relationship with your family? You know, a daughter or a mother, like a son or what have you. Mm, I see. Right? There are very, very few labels that you kind of choose to attach to yourself. And humanity, on its path of evolution, is first going to go into a place where labels are plentiful, meaning you're not just one or the other, you're all of it. And you're starting to see that with gender, by the way. Yeah. You know, gender fluid is a first step into that. You know, I'm not just a man. I'm not just a woman. You know what? I'm both. Or like I'm either or I don't care to define myself. Right? Stop Mm. telling me that I need to be one or the other. And then it would actually go into a complete lack of labels. And that is when you're going to go to true freedom. Mm. Because a lack of a label allows you to see somebody for who they truly are as opposed to seeing a label and making a stereotypical decision of what that label means, as opposed to what the human behind that label means. That's very interesting. Uh, given that we're talking about this uh, topic right now, like labels, uh, how would um, a higher aspect of uh, the blue chakra look like in this world? You mean, how would somebody with a very healthy blue behave? Yeah. Again, no such thing. Because a higher aspect, again, this is the most personal, the most unique of all chakras. What you're asking me to do is to say, to take the most unique of all chakras Mm, and turn it the opposite of that, which I can't. Because the highest aspect of a blue chakra means your highest alignment with what your higher self wanted for yourself, being fully self-expressed in that, accepting yourself in that, loving yourself in that, fully sharing yourself with the world in that. Now, Mm. what does that look like? It could look like anything. A Buddhist monk could be fully self-expressed. A teacher could be fully self-expressed. A parent could be fully self-expressed, mm-hmm. depending on what their higher self wants from them. That makes sense. Uh, Even more so, a beggar and a homeless person can be fully self-expressed. Hmm. Yeah. It looks so many different ways. And has it been achieved on this planet? Well, for the 8%. For the 8%. Well, 92% is still duct tape. Uh, I see what you mean. But this 8% kind of fully uh, experienced it? I guess there is always like there's no such thing as perfection, right? But we could say that they're either well on the way Mm -hmm. or definitely are representative of a healthy blue center. Oh, got it. Yeah. I see what you mean. Okay. And um, the uh, fifth dimensional... uh, throat chakra does it exist every chakra exists in every dimension is it accessible for the humanity humanity right now you know how we spoke about heart chakra and solar plexus they they have so right now third and fifth dimensions are almost merged on this planet 
Uh-huh. So you're kind of experiencing this weird dichotomy of both and kind of like almost like being in one and then the other. Uh. I will give you the same exact answer that I always give you. Mm-hmm. The difference between fully self-expressed in 3D and fully self-expressed in 5D is very subtle. Very often, the subtle difference is that in the fifth dimension, what you get is a flavor of what me being fully self-expressed, how does this make everybody around me better? So it's a little bit of an outward expression of how can I make everything better? Oh, how it's can not just it? for yourself. It's for right, kind of. It's a, it's a lot less selfish and it's a lot more selfless. But again, it could be a very subtle tweak. Mm. It could be quite a subtle tweak in terms of how that changes the person's behavior or perception of themselves. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, thanks for explaining that. And I wanted to say something because I don't think you would ask this question. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Maybe you would, but um, this is kind of fascinating. So self-expression is a flow. It's a flow that is very much connected to what you're saying, right? To your sound. Now, all higher centers, um, higher centers are fundamentally very different from the lower centers, energetic centers in the body, because we can take an energetic center, um, green and below, and work with each individual center and get to where we need to go. Like we can work with red in isolation, orange in isolation, green and yellow in isolation and we could still get to where we're trying to go mm-hmm. meaning we could still fill up our yellows you know open up our reds etc etc the higher chakras are different because again in your body as above so below right lower aspects lower dimensions are separate dimensions are dimensions of separation higher dimensions are dimensions of unity so as you're considering all the chakras in your, uh, all your higher chakras, the throat, the third eye, and the crown, they act as a trifecta. They act as a trio. They act together. So if you're fully to activate your self-expression in the way that it is meant to, you're going to have to work on all three of your upper centers and not just one. Oh. So... That's where it gets like even more complicated. <laughs> However, so there are many ways that you could power your self-expression. And I said in the most purest way, it comes from the upper loop. So there are two loops in your body, right? So there is the down loop in your body from red to yellow. And we, or from red to green, if, if, you, if we choose to, because green is, is like a borderline bridge type entity. So that's, there's a downward, almost like loop or uh, section. Then there is the upward section of blue through violet to white. Your self-expression can be powered by two forces. The force that stems from the earth and the force that stems from the heavens, if you will. From the central sun. 
you, the higher aspects, you can think of it as a central sign. You can think of it as source energy. Uh-huh. So meaning, right? Even the people who feel fully self-expressed, we need to know which centers actually power their blue, right? Hmm. So technically, your blue either gets powered by your crown and your third eye and the source energy, or it gets powered by your yellow and green. Ideally, it gets powered by both. That is your most amazing spot to be, Uh right? Now, for humanity, a lot easier to understand how to power your blue through the lower chakras. A lot easier to understand. And, you know, so if um, if we're trying to activate this blue center, if we're trying to be fully self-expressed, we're trying to clear all the blockages, right? We would need to create two flows. And I'm giving you a meditation, although you didn't ask for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please. I <laughs> Is was, that okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's okay. always great when Perfect. you participate. <laughs> well, given that 92% of you have duct tape, yeah. I think it's quite important in the session to make sure that we can get rid of that mm-hmm. or we can at least start walking in the direction where you can start dissolving that, when you can start being in your true, you know, feeling like your true self, feeling like you are empowered to do what you came here to do, feeling like you don't have to hide feeling like you don't have to wear a mask, feeling like it's safe for you to be who you are. It's safe for you to speak your truth. And that actually comes from being in the flow of your self-expression. So letting yourself sing, letting that song float out of you. So the meditation that would help with that is we're going to be activating your blue center from both of these loops, the bottom loop and the the high loop, the higher loop, if you will. So what you want to imagine is you want to gather the energy from your personal sun in the yellow center in a meditative state. You really want to gather that energy, feel that sun glowing with this beautiful golden yellow light and, you know, being powered by, you know, if you listen to um, our episode about the yellow chakra being powered by the two suns, You know, all of that energy being very active, very open. And then you want to see that beautiful golden light going up to your heart center, really opening up your heart center, really warming up all the beautiful green emerald energies in your heart center, right? Really bringing forth your compassion for yourself in this world and, you know, bringing forth the best intentions for yourself and humanity. Right? All of the love, all of the compassion, all of the sympathy. And then letting that flow, upward flow, upward movement to go from your beautiful green center into your blue. And on an energetic level, what you want to imagine, like the healthy flow of blue energy is when you open your mouth and then there's almost like a beautiful stream of blue energy that's streaming from your mouth almost like a waterfall right so that is what like a healthy expression powered by the yellow center feels like your personal truth it's almost like you want to clear that pathway so your heart and who you are your personal power can start expressing yourself and manifesting yourself in the best possible way from your blue center 
So instead of being a duct tape mouth, it needs to be an open mouth. And then you have an upward type of flow also. So you want to imagine the energy of source, source energy, which is like a crystal ball, very radiant, the most blinding, beautiful, starlight, diamond-esque type of glow of that primordial glow that birthed everything and created everything, um, you know, in, um, in, in the universe. And you want to imagine that there is like this starlit waterfall that is flowing from that source energy right onto your crown center. By the way, there is a reason why your crown chakra is called a crown is because literally it has, it looks like a crown on an energetic level. It's a crown with eight points, right? So you want to imagine the beautiful diamond waterfall flowing and fueling all of the eight points of your crown chakra with its most beautiful light. And you also want to imagine that whatever your higher self wants for you, because your higher self is very much connected to that um, source energy. It wants for you exactly the same as what the source wants for you also. So it is the intention, the pure intentions from your higher self and the source that are traveling up from their centers to your crown chakra. And then it's actually sipping through into your third eye. Almost like um, if you imagine that your, your head was almost like a soil, fertile soil, and water dripping on it. And then the, you know, the earth, the soil is just taking that water in, absorbing it. It's thirsty. It's hungry for that type of energy. And then it animates. Imagine that beautiful diamond-esque water animating your third eye, which of course opens up like a beautiful lotus flower with all of its amazing petals. And then imagine that energy, uh, you know, pouring down, down, down into the throat area, right? And again, coming out like a beautiful waterfall through your center of expression, through your throat or your mouth, whichever way you prefer. It doesn't really matter. But it's uh, that forward, beautiful diamond-esque energy. And so you have two of these flows now, you know, the downward and the upward, right? Meaning the best intentions for this planet and the best intentions for the universe all joined together in the form of your self-expression. So something like this is actually a very, very good, um, healthy practice and meditation to do if you're trying to activate um, the pathways a healthy self-expression nice and uh, as i understand it's not just self-expression it's just the way you open your uh, throat chakra or there are other practices no, it's, for other aspects we we could have chakra? other practices for certain aspects um it's more so the activation of that energy of your personal truth mm -hmm. so when i say expression it is actually just your energy in relation to a third dimensional space mm -hmm. So instead of your energy, because your energy arrived here, whether you want it or not. Mm -hmm. Now, the question is, is it self-expressed or not? I think it's yeah. a bigger question. Because that energy descended into your body when you were born. But for most people, 
It's almost like tugged away somewhere in this beautiful glass vessel. God forbid somebody finds it. It's like tugged away in the most precious, like safe space, mm -hmm. right? And unless you let that energy go, unless you let it out, unless you let, you know, unless you feel safe on this planet to be who you truly are, it will remain there tucked away for, for, for nobody to see. Hmm. And for even you to not fully be aware what it is. Because unless that energy is released into the world, you don't really know what it's capable of. So you truly don't know yourself until you enable the flow. And when I say self-expression, everything like manifestation is the same thing. Mm -hmm. That's how you open up and, and almost like pull the plug on not being able to manifest. So this is how you enable manifestation. This is how you enable healthy communication and listening. This is how you actually enable the purification of your karma, right? Yeah. So it's not just self-expression. It's not just fully being you, but it's all of the above, mm -hmm. right? So it's like really creating and turning stagnant energy into dynamic, alive energy. Third-dimensional worlds are not built for stagnant energy. Stagnant energy does not exist or as good as it does not exist in this world. It kind of doesn't matter. So you could have come with the most amazing talents, but if you tug them away, they don't matter because hmm. they don't change this dimension unless they are fair and square in action. But they're not going to be in action if you don't let them flow. They're not going to be in action unless you truly understand how they flow. Right? Yeah. It's absolutely impossible to try to just put as much, you know, blue energy, not impossible, useless. It's absolutely useless to just try to feed a lot of blue energy into your blue center and thinking that that's all it takes. No, you need to create a flow. Mm -hmm. A flow that starts somewhere and then goes somewhere. That is a healthy blue center. Got it. And um, so let's say that you get access to this uh, self-expression and you build this flow. Um, what would a person just expect? Uh, what change in their life? Like, does it clean up the pathway? And do you kind of understand your path by getting access to self-expression or there is something else that has to happen or like a missing part that would allow you to uh, know the path and be on the path. So it's like uh, discovering your own truth. Mm -hmm. It's like, and how do you know that, that it, it's been activated? You would know mm -hmm. because it'll, it'll, it'll be very clear to you if what you're doing out in life is in alignment with who you are. So for people that have had their blue chakras closed and then, you know, they enable that flow. A, it's not an overnight change. Right. Higher centers are actually not very forceful. They're quite gentle centers. These are much more subtle energies, which is not to be mistaken for less powerful. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean they're less powerful. It's just any change in your red 
is going to stop you in your tracks and you're going to notice it immediately or like in, in the lower chakras. Like that change is immediate. Change in your higher chakras sometimes takes years to manifest. But when it does, hmm. it's so powerful. So people very often as their blue centers get manifested, make pretty dramatic changes in their life. They might um, get a divorce from, from somebody they've been married to for 35 years or 30 years or whatever. They might, I don't know, adopt a child if they've been childless. They might, I mean, changing jobs. They might move countries, right? They make drastic change in accordance with what they truly have always wanted to do. Generally, when they like leave jobs, they would leave a very nice cushiony job to pursue something that's for their heart. Mm-hmm. Right? Got it. So it's it's like generally such a drastic change that A, feels scary, but also sometimes when you look at them uh, from the outside, you'd be like, what did they do? Like, it doesn't make sense. Right. You're like, it doesn't make sense that they just did that. Like, it would be an example of somebody, you know, uh, quitting their job on Wall Street, making $3 million a year and, and, and starting... Um, to teach yoga on, you know, as, as their career. Is it something that downshifters do? Yeah, absolutely. That's a g- very good example, actually. Thank you. So a- everybody... Think that they are crazy. <laughs> yeah, so like, if you look at them, you're like, what are you doing? Why did you stop following what the system tells you to do all of a sudden or doing something completely weird? Yeah. That is generally somebody who has, you know, they think of it as an awakening. And in many ways it is for these people. It sometimes feels like an awakening. They're finally awakening to who they truly are. Uh, that's interesting because I know some people that are scared of this. They're like, oh, I don't want to well, have course this awakening because i start surfing instead of working. Well, <laughs> yes, because they, well, if that's their path, you don't know that that's their path, right? Yeah. Um, but of course it's scary because people don't like change. Also, the system doesn't like when people change hmm. because they stop feeding the system. The matrix, or you want to call it. So there is all kinds of guardrails to make sure that the blue centers don't get conquered. Hmm. Because everybody starts operating in accordance with their highest potential and the intention of their higher self. And yes, it will be incredibly difficult to keep people in the nine to five jobs being miserable, you know, in the jobs that they hate if everybody's blue was awakened incredibly difficult got it that makes sense um okay so um just to finish this conversation uh can you uh, tell me about like the signals that your throat is out of alignment because some people live beautiful lives and kind of they have everything but there is something is wrong right they're not on the path like what are the signals how uh, maybe like the shadow side right how how to read them so you kind of almost like asked two questions because yeah, <laughs> if you're not on your path you might not always know it in your throat yeah. it's not like you're gonna have thyroid disease and that's the only thing that you could have um 
yes, you know, there are th such things as like, you know, throat cancer and, and things like that. But when your blue is not open, very often that manifests elsewhere in your body. Because remember how I told you that the thyroid really navigates your immune system and, you know, your, your, um, um, oh, this is where it becomes complicated. <laughs> yeah. Yes, totally. Your immune system and your hormone structure. Yeah. So it could actually be manifested in any other place in your body. And actually the reason is you're not self-actualized and you're not on your path. And you're not on your path, so your blue is not able to heal that wound that would have been healed in your body naturally if yeah. you were on your path. But the disease might have manifested in your liver, in your kidneys, in your stomach, in your brain, anywhere, right? It depends on which path, uh, sorry, which, um, where the dent is, like where the mismatches of the energy, Right? Yeah. And um, so that's why it's very complicated to diagnose. But also above and beyond physical ailment, the number one reason that your blue is blocked is if you are unhappy or unsatisfied with your life. Oh, you cannot tell that I'm happy. Yes. Huh. If you don't feel that you're happy, if you feel like you have to pursue happiness, if you don't know what happiness is or if it even exists, if you don't, if you're not sure how that's possible, if you don't feel like you're where you're supposed to be, if you don't know where you're supposed to be, if you lost track, your blue is not open, hmm. not yet. What about people who kind of have to struggle and they chose to struggle and how can they tell that they're happy? Is it possible that you kind of came here to struggle and then you're happy at the same time? Well, define struggle. Uh, well, would would you you would you call somebody who is not rich struggling? No, I mean maybe live in pain, for example. You can still be happy, right? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. Yes, you can. That's interesting. That makes sense. It's finding balance in that pain, or finding yeah. purpose in that pain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Huh. I didn't think about this. Yeah, or like, like you know how they say money doesn't make you happy? Right. Because there are a ton of, say, families or people that are quite poor in like Africa. And not happy. And incredibly happy. And then you look at these multi-millionaires and a lot of them are messed up. And look at their children all on drugs and stuff. Mm -hmm. Right? Completely no correlation. Well, because there is no correlation between an open blue center and cash hmm. your blue could care less about money right that is not a very material chakra at all so basically even if you don't have any pain in your body right you just ask yourself am i happy and if you're not if the answer is not or you kind of hesitate then your blue is out of yeah, or you can ask yourself, you know, am I happy at least 80% of the time? Nobody can be happy 100% of the time. Let's be realistic. It's still very dense of a dimension. Mm -hmm. If you can say I'm happy at least 80% of my life, yeah. then your blue is probably okay. Then you're probably on the path. And yes, you might be struggling. Hmm. You know, depending on what your path is, or you might be working crazy hours towards something and really busting, you know, your butt. Yeah. But you're happy.
because you're on the path, right? So yeah. if your answer is yes, I am happy 80% of the time, mm -hmm. and you're in good hands. If no, then you can do some work. But then, of course, there are, there's a lot of trauma in the blue center too, which is humanity hasn't even started to approach that on mass at scale. So any type of trauma around I'm not enough, mm -hmm. smack lips here, because any type of trauma of I'm not enough, and by the way, by 10 years old, every single human on this planet goes through some type of i'm not enough trauma it is all just oh, a matter forms yeah it's just a matter of the magnitude mm. like how bad was that and what did you make out of it right yeah so it is just where where the the what this planet is just an amazing lesson in in and of itself right to oh. overcome and then what are your coping mechanisms so all of your coping mechanisms that are preventing you from being who you truly are live there. Oh, yeah. got it. Everything so that you decided to be instead of being you. These are things like I'm not enough, I am alone, and there was something else that kind of all people go through. Yes, yes, yes. But this one, this one is particularly I'm not enough. Um, and there is one or two or three or multiple traumatic experiences where you didn't feel enough for one reason or the other. Mm -hmm. And it could start as simple from as simple of, well, I guess it depends on how you think about it. But like my parents wanted a girl and I'm a boy. <laughs> Whoops, mm -hmm. I'm not enough. Yeah. Right. From uh, some, something as early in life as that. Or, you know, you got a bad grade and your parents got really mad at you. And all of a sudden you're not enough for them to love you the way you are. Hmm. And and they actually are judging you by your grade. Very yeah. often, parents, uh, especially, well, I mean, all, all parents do. They're gonna provide some type of judging statements in relationship to how their child plays sports, whether they succeed in sports or not. Hmm. You know, and that and a lot of not I'm not enough kind of stems from there. Incredible trauma on this planet around abandonment. Like, dad left, mom left, or somebody died early, they feel abandoned. Like, I'm, I wasn't enough for them to stick around. I'm not good enough. Oh, wow. I'm not loved. Same thing with, like, if your husband or wife leaves your boyfriend, girlfriend, or, like, your children leave out of the nest. A lot of these abandonment issues. Or even if, like, when you're, um, when you're used to be good friends with somebody, you're no longer friends. Mm -hmm. You're not enough to be their friend. All of a sudden, all these coping mechanisms. All of a sudden, you're like, okay, well, I cannot be me, because me, who I am, I'm not, I'm not loved for that person. Yeah. Right. And so again, a coping mechanism is like a charade. It's it's like a, a farce. It's it's a mask or multiple masks that you choose to put on, in order to fool the world that you're actually somebody else. Very often in relationships and marriages. It's not the two true people who are in a marriage. It's an array, a range of their masks mm -hmm. that are talking to one another. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Huh. Oh, wow. So a lot of, you know, there's yeah, like a lot of splits and like multiple personalities parts. and everything. Yeah. All these parts, mm -hmm. they actually live here or rather they are 
an impediment, they are this block that you would need to overcome before your true flow can be unlocked. Makes sense. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all this uh, amazing information with us today. And um, I think that I'm going to end our session. We got a lot of uh, great information today. Now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to resist to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know that our listeners are really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.